Network on demand. We've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms and appreciate you taking the time to listen. This report is brought to you by Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever. Positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists. It's up to us. Respect access, protect the hunt. Now time for the report. Hello, everyone. Brett McRae here with your morning market report on the Northern Ag Network. Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen and attorneys general from 23 other states have filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration's Waters of the U.S. rule. The group says the EPA's WOTUS rule goes beyond the power of Congress delegated in the Clean Water Act, raises serious constitutional concerns, and runs roughshod over the Administrative Procedures Act. Knudsen says the administration's water rule limits the use of land and violates the law and U.S. Constitution. The EPA greatly overstepped its authority by trying to claim jurisdiction over land and water not connected to any navigable body. The attorneys general say they're fighting to protect farm and ranching operations, mining and energy workers, and infrastructure and housing projects across Montana and the entire country that will be harmed if this overreaching and unconstitutional rule takes effect. Montana and the other states will motion for a preliminary injunction to stop the rule while it's under litigation. Last week at the Montana Agri-Trade Exposition in Billings, I caught up with Montana Beef Council Executive Director Shaley Harney, who told me about some of the projects the council selected to help promote beef this year. So our board of directors selected a number of programs from about 40 different organizations that will work to build demand for beef, and we'll do that through education and promotion, working with partners like the Montana Association of Family and Consumer Science Teachers, where we have an opportunity to get beef into those high school classrooms so kids can work with beef in their classroom, learn about the benefits of it, and go out into the world and be able to prepare beef for themselves. Other opportunities for beef promotion include the Montana Barbecue Cook-Off in Absorkey and partnerships with Montana universities. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products no matter the season. This is BNSF. From water quality and soil health to pollination and invasive species, Montana conservation districts are stewards of our treasure state. With 58 districts across Montana, conservation districts work with landowners to share innovative agriculture and rangeland practices to protect Montana's farming and ranching legacy for generations to come. To learn more about conservation district work, find your district or discover how you can be part of locally led common sense conservation, visit montanaconservation.org. National FFA Week is February 18th through the 25th, and FFA chapters around the country are celebrating and sharing the impact the organization has on members every day. I recently spoke with Montana State FFA First Vice President Olivia Collins from Joliet, and she told me about a specific skill that her time with the organization has helped her improve is time management. I have been able to be a full-time college student at the same time as doing state FFA office and it has really taught me like what I truly value 
and what I can put my effort and time towards. So it's been a great skill to learn, and I'll definitely keep that with me through the rest of my life. Stay tuned to hear from more of Montana's state FFA officers this week on the Northern Ag Network. The American Lamb Board and American Sheep Industry Association have provided their latest monthly market report aimed at delivering timely and useful information to lamb producers. Moving into 2023, the American Lamb Flock is smaller. In fact, the American Sheep and Lamb Inventory totaled 5.02 million head on January 1st. That's 45,000 head below last year and the lowest on record. The report says that since November of last year, the national negotiated live slaughter lamb price has been trending upward, but is still about a dollar less per pound compared to this time last year. Don't put it away broken. Call Frontline Egg Solutions and take advantage of our winter service inspection program. Combine and four-wheel drive tractor inspections for $600, self-propelled sprayers and loader tractors for $500, balers and mower conditioners for $400. Act now and Frontline will give you free one-way hauling. Now through the end of the year, get no payments, no interest for up to 180 days on your inspection and service with your JDF multi-use account. Visit FrontlineEggSolutions.com. Friday's cattle market ended mixed with gains in the live cattle complex, feeder cattle a little lower. Cash cattle trade came in two to three dollars higher on the dress basis, averaging two fifty-seven and one sixty-one on a live basis, a dollar better on the hoof. Furthermore, boxed beef prices closed higher. Choice cuts up a dollar forty-nine at two eighty-one oh four. Throughout the week, choice cuts averaged two seventy-five sixty-six, seven dollars and seventy-seven cents higher than last week. That kind of support is encouraging for the market because it shows that domestic demand is very strong for beef at a time when some analysts were concerned that inflation was causing consumers to seek out other purchasing options. March feeder cattle up 30 cents at 186.52, April down 15 at 190.45. April live cattle up 57 cents at 164.65, June up 40 at 160.12. Lean hogs the victim of lower prices on Friday. 50 cents lower in April at 85.27. May lean hogs down 45 cents at 94.40. Last Thursday at Stockman's Livestock in Dickinson, light and middleweight feeder steers were up five to ten dollars. Five and a half to six weight steers from 220 to 230. Six to seven weight steers from 210 to 224. It was a quiet trading session for most commodities. It was a quiet trading session for most contracts in grain and oilseed markets ahead of the three-day weekend. However, Kansas City winter wheat was still able to post some significant gains, as traders are still concerned about what that crop will amount to given limited moisture. Soybean oil moved lower Friday, selling off on the plunge of crude oil. And total U.S. sale commitments for corn are down 40% compared to a year ago. Kansas City winter wheat up eight cents in March at nine dollars and six cents, May up eight and a half at eight ninety five. Minneapolis spring wheat unchanged in March at nine dollars and thirty cents, May down a quarter of a penny at nine twenty three. Chicago soft red winter up a half cent in March at seven sixty five, May unchanged at seven seventy six. March corn up one and three quarters at six seventy seven, May up two and a half cents at six dollars and seventy seven cents as well. Friday soybeans. Down three quarters of a penny in March at 1527, May down a cent at 1522. In Montana, cash bids for 12 Pro winter wheat were eight cents higher from 851 to 917. 14 Pro spring wheat steady to less than a penny lower from 865 to 903. And out in Portland, soft white wheat unchanged from 845 to 870. I'm Brett McRae.